Ladies and gentlemen, what is going on and welcome back to The Nothing Show. I'm your host, Clay, and tonight is going to be episode number 40 of The Nothing Show. That's right, we've made it 40 weeks uploading on a weekly basis, so if you're new, thanks for joining us, and if you've been here a long time, I want to thank you so much for the continuous support. In tonight's episode, we're going to be going over the NFC East 2021 NFL season predictions. I've done stuff similar to this, but I really want to go through every team super in-depth and just spend a lot of time on each and every single team in the league. And, you know, we're going to do one division at a time and just go over, you know, what the team looks like. I'm going to predict offensive MVP, defensive MVP, rookie of the year, stuff like that. Uh, I'm going to say, you know, whether or not they're going to make the playoffs and just everything about the team. I want to go really in-depth and just so I can have these uh, these archives for when we get to the season, I can look back on these and say, hmm, I was right. Or, you know, maybe I was wrong. But uh, I'm just going to go really in depth. This is obviously going to be an eight part series since there are eight divisions, the NFC, AFC, North, East, South, West. So with that being said, let's get right to it. Once again, here is the NFC East 2021 NFL season outlook. So let's start off with the Eagles. The Eagles were the worst team in the NFC East last season. They came in fourth pl- fourth place, and they only had wins against the Cowboys, Giants, 49ers, and Saints. The Saints win was quite impressive. They were starting Taysom Hill at quarterback, but still, that was the NFC South winner. They won a playoff game. So that was a big one for the Eagles. Their young players get some big game experience, but... Overall, the Eagles roster is not great. They have a good quarterback for the future, possibly, with Jalen Hurts, but he's not really surrounded by enough talent for him to, to succeed. They have tight ends Dallas Goddard and Zach Ertz, which is a great tight end duo. I am expecting them to trade Zach Ertz before the season starts. I think that they can get good value if they send him to a team like the Bills. But Dallas Goddard is a nice piece for Jalen Hurts, but that's about it. You get to the receivers, you've got Travis Fulgham, who is a pretty solid receiver, actually, you know, good second or third option. But then you've got J.J. Ortega-Whiteside, who's just not a good receiver. Jalen Rager, who's unproven. Devontae Smith, who, while I think he's going to have a great season and a great career in the NFL, he's also unproven. So it's just a lot of unknowns for for. Jalen Hurts' weapons. He does have Miles Sanders in the backfield, so that's a big plus. You know, probably a top 15 running back there, maybe even top 12. Debatable, but, you know, Jalen Hurts has the chance to succeed. You know, he has the opportunity. He's got weapons, but a lot of it's unproven and a lot of it's uncertain. And the offensive line had a really tough season last year. They were all injured. There was a game, I think, where they didn't have a single starter playing in that game on the offensive line. But, you know, they've got a lot of guys coming back, so I think they're going to be good there. The defense is also a big question. They weren't great this past season, but they weren't exactly awful. They've got good players. You know, of course, they've got Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox. Jalen Mills did leave in free agency, so they lost a big piece at safety there. But they do have cornerback uh, Darius Slay, who they signed from the Lions last offseason as, you know, a pretty good cornerstone on there other defense. So, you know, this team does have talent. They also signed Ryan Kerrigan uh, from the Washington football team. This team does have talent, but it seems like they're a year away from really piecing it all together. They have a lot of holes and just a lot of questions at, at important positions like quarterback. It's, it's unknown. They also do have a new head coach in Nick Sirianni, who they hired and he was previously the offensive coordinator for the Indianapolis Colts. Did a great job with them, but He's he's not quite Frank Reich. So the Eagles have been pretty miserable since their Super Bowl win. And I think that they will probably be again this year, unfortunately. I don't think that they're going to 
win too many games in the NFC East. They might beat the Giants once. I don't see them beating the Cowboys or the Washington football team, so therefore I've got them coming in fourth place once again. I could see them finishing with a record of about mm, 4-13 and to 5-12. and I, I don't have high expectations for this team next season. Next up, the Dallas Cowboys. We've got America's team here. You know, they always have high expectations going into the year. I think a lot of people have them going, you know, 10 wins, 11 wins. Uh, I'm going to take them going 9-8. and eight. This team is going to improve. They're getting a lot of players back from injury. Dak Prescott is one huge player who they're getting back. But if you if you look back on next season, even before Dak got injured, when the team was healthy, they weren't doing very well. Their defense held them back a lot. And their offense was was firing all cylinders, but it just wasn't enough. So let's go through this offense really quick because it's it's an incredible offense. Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, Tony Pollard, Zach Martin, Lyle Collins, Tyron Smith, Amari Cooper, C.D. Lamb, Michael Gallup. This is an incredible offense. I think it's going to be you know, one of the top five, maybe six, seven offenses. It's up there with a lot of teams that have a good defense to help them out. So uh the defense is where this team's gonna hurt. They they have some big names and guys like Jalen Smith and Demarcus Lawrence and Leighton Vanderesh, but these players have not performed in recent years, more specifically last year. They were all quite bad last year, actually. When they were on the field, uh Leighton Vanderesh didn't really even play last year. Um so that you know, they drafted Jabril Cox and Micah Parsons, who who I like. I really like those guys. I I think that these are, this is, the Dallas Cowboys want to build their team for the future, the defense for the future, and this was definitely the way to go about it. They're not going to have Jalen Smith on their team for much longer. I think it was good to get younger at the linebacker position, even though it wasn't necessarily the defense's weakness. I do think that it's good that uh, that those those players are now being replaced. So, upgrades there, they don't didn't get much better at cornerback, they didn't get much better at safety. They did get better on the defensive line, so that's good. But once again, I just this isn't going to be a great defense next year. It's not going to be enough to beat Washington in a game where you've got where it's going to be close and the defense needs to step up. It's it will probably be enough to stop the, the Cowboys off or sorry, not the Cowboys, the Giants offense. The Giants offense will not be great next year. Um, but, but once again, you know, I've got the Cowboys going nine and eight. It's going to be a more successful season than last year. Head coach Mike McCarthy will probably have a decent year. He's going to retain his job and he'll be back the year after. But this this team does need a, another year to fix this defense before they're true contenders. Next up, we've got the Giants. This is a really tough one because a lot of it depends on how Daniel Jones does. I think most people are expecting him to do poorly just because they haven't really seen enough for them to be, you know, high on him and expect him to have a good good season. But other than that, this team is loaded. They've got strong receivers. They signed Kenny Galladay. They have Sterling Shepard. They have Darius Slayton. Evan Ingram, not really an insane player, but he's, a, he's an above-average tight end. They've got Kyle Rudolph, who they just added to the tight end room this this offseason. And once again, kind of similar to Washington, their offensive line isn't great. It's not awful, but they're, they're definitely looking for some upgrades uh, and hoping their young talent like Andrew Thomas can step up. If you could, that would be huge in a big, big boost to this offense, but same position. They also need Saquon Barkley to come back and have an incredible season because while the receivers are great, if Daniel Jones doesn't play well, and if the run's not respected, the receivers are going to get shut down. So they need Saquon Barkley to stay healthy and have a strong year. I don't think Saquon Barkley is that top two, top three running back. Some people think he is. He might be borderline top five, but I probably have him around the six, seven range. I think he's great, but the past two seasons just 
I haven't seen enough for me to put him that high. And I'm hoping that he steps up and is is great. I want this Washington or this this New York offense to succeed, but I ha- I kind of feel like this team is going to be like Washington last year. Also, Kadarius Tony, kind of same situation with him. They don't need him to step up as desperately because this receiver room is pretty good. But if he did step up, they could use him kind of as a utility player. He's a really strong playmaker, so I would love to see him him step up into this offense. The defense is also really good. It's kind of similar to Washington. This is why I say they're like Washington last year. They had a strong draft. They got Aziz Ojolari, and you know they're bringing back James Bradbury, Jabril Peppers, Logan Ryan. Blake Martinez, Leonard Williams, Dexter Lawrence, and signed a Dory Jackson in free agency. Also, they've got Xavier McKinney from last year. They drafted a Fadio Nigbo. This team has a ton of talent on defense, and if they can piece it together early, they're going to have a run, kind of similar to Washington, where they might lose a few games at the beginning, but end up winning a ton towards the end just because of this defense really meshing together. But They've got a bit of a hole at linebacker, except for Blake Martinez. I'd like to see them get an upgrade there. But other than that, man, this defense looks crazy. So I'm excited for the Giants season this year. I'm probably going to have them going about, you know, 7-10, and 10, maybe 8-9. and nine. I think they'll be worse than the Cowboys because I just don't think they'll be able to keep up with the Cowboys on offense. And Washington is basically just a better version of this team and I'd give the coaching advantage to Washington. So I've got the, the Giants going coming in third place in the NFC East in 2021. Still think they'll be good, but they're kind of a year away, it seems. Next up, the Washington football team, the previous winners of the NFC East. They went 7-9 and nine last year and had a really impressive season, you know. Strong showing in the playoffs for the young guys to get them playoff experience. And they won big games in the regular season. They beat the 49ers. They beat the Steelers, they swept the Cowboys, swept the Eagles, and lost to the Giants twice. So this team definitely has room to improve. I think that they will beat the Giants at least once this year. The Washington football team has never beat Daniel Jones, so I think that's going to change. This is going to be a top two defense. This defense is incredible. On the defensive line, they've got the best in the league. They've got Montez Sweat, Chase Young, Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne, and Tim Settle, and Matt Ioannidis. Six incredible players, all starting players on any team in this league, probably. Then at linebacker, probably their weakest position, but they've still got Cole Holcomb. They drafted Jamin Davis, who is a a defensive rookie of the year sleeper pick, honestly. I think he's going to have a great season behind this defense. He's just going to rack up tackles like a machine. They've got John Bostic still, who plays really well for them at linebacker. Their corners are very strong. They've got William Jackson. They've got Kendall Fuller. They've got Benjamin St. Just, the rookie out of Minnesota, who I've been hearing a lot of good about. At safety, they got Landon Collins, Cameron Curl, Jeremy Reeves. This is a stacked defense. There is no hole. Top two in the league. Uh, I I can't wait to watch this defense. I think this is going to be probably the defense that ends up getting the most turnovers, just because the pure amount of sacks and pressure they're going to put on the quarterback. This is going to be a nightmare for opposing offenses. The offensive side of the ball last week was by far their weakness. You know, Alex Smith did his best. It was an incredible season by him, but it did hinder the team. Now they've got Ryan Fitzpatrick and Taylor Heineke battling it out, which I think is a really healthy QB competition. Last year, Ron Rivera said it was a mistake to have Haskins kind of as the the, the starter coming out of training camp and not doing enough competition. So I really like that he's learning from that and changing things. The receiver room got a lot better. They signed Curtis Samuel. They signed Adam Humphreys. They drafted Deami Brown. They still have Cam Sims, who really came into his own last year. He was a strong player for them. At running back, they've got Antonio Gibson, who is 
a great running back. He's he's the type of running back you want on your team. He's a change of pace back. He can do a lot of things. He can also hit the hole hard. He's a workhorse. He can play a lot of snaps. Kind of a, a really good all-around quarter, quarter uh, sorry, running back who's still very young and learning the position and getting better. So I really like him. <clears throat> At tight end, they've got Logan Thomas. Kind of the same situation with him. You know, he's not as young, but in terms of getting good playing time as a tight end and learning his craft, I still feel like he's at the beginning of his journey to becoming a strong tight end. He's He had a great season last year, and I'm expecting an improvement. The offensive line doesn't have a lot of big names, but they've got depth, and it's a strong team. Uh, it's a strong unit as a whole. They've got Charles Leno Jr., Chase Ruyer, Brandon Sheriff, Cornelius Lucas, Eric Flowers, Wes Schweitzer. So once again... This this offense isn't going to wow anyone, but it's I think it has the potential to be consistent, and I think it's going to win them games. So I have Washington winning the the division again at probably ten and seven. I could see them going maybe eleven and six, twelve and five if their offense ends up being better than expected. I could also see them going nine and eight or even eight and nine if they struggle to beat the Cowboys. All right, everyone. Well, that does it for the NFC East. Just to recap, I've got the. Washington football team repeat winning the division for the first time in, I think, like 15 years. Uh, we're going to have an NFC East repeat winner. I have them going 10-7. and seven. In second place, the Cowboys, 9-8. and eight. In third place, the Giants, 8-9. and nine. And in fourth place, the Eagles at around 4-13 and 13 or 5-12. and 12. So with that, I want to thank you all so much for tuning in and listening to The Nothing Show. I really appreciate you taking your time out of the day to listen to me talk about football and this was a lot of fun to make. We'll be probably doing the NFC. Uh, I haven't decided yet. I'll, I'll make a game time decision next week, but uh, I'll definitely stick in the NFC. I don't know if we'll go north, south, or west, but uh, that's that's the situation for next Tuesday. So once again, thank you all so much for tuning in. This is Clay for The Nothing Show signing out, and I will see you all next week. Bye.